Well, welcome back. Episode number 14. This is Three Putt Par, and I am your host, Mike Caridi. Uh, thanks to everyone listening. Um, before I even start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to last week's guest, Olivia. Um, it was hands down our, our most downloaded episode of of the very short career this episode of uh, this uh, podcast has ever had. So big thanks to her and everyone that downloaded it. Thanks to all those new listeners. Hopefully you are uh, liking, sharing, and subscribing, which is probably the key to, to having this um, become a winner. Um, but also big congratulations to her who kind of like our, our, our co-host tonight um, took money out of my pocket um, by being a mug that picked a, picked a, a winner. Uh, she did very, very well. She had um, Aberg and Cam Davis finish both above my um, my three, my best being Adam Svensson. So um, well done to her. And the $50 was already deposited with challenge um, for kids with cancer before the final round of finish because I knew I wasn't winning. Uh, so good job, Liv. Um, and congratulations on taking money out of my pocket. Um, but this week's guest is a voice you will all know. Um, it's his third time. Um, at some point, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get hit with like superannuation requests or something like that. Uh, welcome back, Mr. Will K. Thanks for, for having me, Mike. No, I'm enjoying it more every time. So it's a uh, no, good to be here. Was the first one that we did the first pod you've ever done? Yes. Were you nervous? Yeah, very much. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had to. I did have a uh, bit of. Uh, I had a beer beforehand just to really oh, yes. soften, soften me up and uh, get that going. But uh, <laughs> but no, it, uh, it flowed more more freely than I was expecting. So no, it was good fun. It, it is. Um, I do remember the first couple I did. I was very similar. I was very very nervous. The most thing I was nervous about was the internet dropping out, and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, just then being dead air, um, which wouldn't, yes. wouldn't help anybody. Um, but thank you. Really appreciate you coming back, mate, to fill in. Um, just as a shout out um, as well, Will has jumped on last minute because he's a legend. Uh, we were supposed to have Paul Sheehan on tonight, Aussie golfer Paul Sheehan. Um, Paul, we had some mix-ups with times and dates and bits and pieces, um, but really appreciate Paul. We'll hopefully get him on down the track. Would have been a wealth of knowledge for this week's um, event in Japan. Um, but I do want to give him a quick shout out and his business. So his business is Exclusive Golf Japan. So um, a lot of you know Paul from his history in playing on the Australasian tour and the Japanese tour, but now he's taking tour groups over to Japan to play golf, eat amazing food, uh, and really get a handle on the Japanese culture. So if you are thinking about it now that we're all out of lockdowns and enjoying a bit of life, and you do think going to Japan to play golf could be something you want to do, um, hit up Shio on Exclusive Golf Japan on Instagram, um, and I'm sure he can help you out with any um, anything you need in, in regards to traveling over there. So big shout out to him. Um, did you watch much golf this way? I didn't watch heaps. I was I was away camping for a uh, for a change this weekend, but mm. um, but no, it was um, exciting finishes and those sort of things. And uh, certainly, I was interested with the the Lexi um, yeah. element to the uh, the Shriners this week, and so yeah. that was fun to fun to see that happen and uh, her get a lot closer than a lot of people were expecting. Yeah. And so that uh, from from all reports was an exciting. Friday finished to uh, to the round there, mm. and um, and Tom Kim got it done. So it was uh, yeah, no good fun. No, it was. You're right. I think um, to be honest, I wasn't too fussed about trying to catch any of Lexi's round. If I saw it, I saw it. It just happened that I was watching when they do in the feature groups, um, and she was the feature group both days, um, as you can imagine. So they were kind mm-hmm. of showing every shot, especially when she started so hot in the second round. Uh, it looked like she was going to make the cut quite comfortably. I've got a feeling she was like around four under at one point on her round. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she fell away a little bit late and she had to make a number because it was one of those rounds where everyone caught fire. Um, mm. and if you weren't going deep, you just weren't going to make the cut. And her first round probably let her down a little bit. So no, she did well. Yeah. I, I'll put myself in the camp of someone that thought she would finish probably three or four shots worse than she did. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. And you know, the, the guys that she played with, I'm pretty sure she beat both of them, um, finished higher than both. So no, mm-hmm. no, she she was a um, yeah, a good news story this week, I guess. Mm, absolutely. Um, but Tom Kim did win. Uh, Tom Kim back to back wins for Tom in this event. Um, it was, I don't know. Look, he was definitely on top in the ratings for anyone who gets the email each week. He rated on top. I did say he's the person that I'm not going to be betting this week, purely because his odds were very short. So I think he was paying around ten dollars and in a hundred and thirty. I'm going to say 130 man field, 130 man and one woman field. Um, yeah, I just don't take 10 bucks. I just, I've just got no interest in it. I'm not, I'm not doing this to, 
retire. I do this for a bit of fun. So yeah, it was um look, it was good to see him win. He's 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 clearly a talent. His ball striking is phenomenal. Um, but God, he can make some parts when he has to. He just in that, especially in that final round, it was oh, just I, um heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was, I'm still uh, uh, whatever the opposite of jaded is from uh, having watched him in the Presidents Cup and yeah. uh, the way that he really just loved having the uh, having the ball in his court and yes. uh, having a real crack at all of the the big names on the other side of the fence and uh, and just playing up to it and living up to that. So it's I, I like to see him doing well. He's an exciting and a fun player to watch. So I yeah, he's that. got character. Like that's what you want. Yeah. You want. You know, we talk about Patrick Cantlay a little bit and how, um, you know, he's boring his batshit. So, yeah. yeah, having someone that's got some jazz, great. Mm. More more power to him. Um, I think mm. if he, he keeps um, he keeps trying to improve in little bits and pieces where he's, you know, not deficient. He's not the way to put it. They're all they're all superstars. But, yeah, if he, if he can pinch some big tournaments outside of this sort of fall season, I think um, I think he'll probably become under a lot more people's notice, I guess. Mm. Yep, absolutely. Um, the one player that I did have in my picks uh, this week was Adam Hadwin, who finished second. Um, I'll tell you what, I've never seen, I mean, a, for, when you've got money on a player, I'll give you the tip. You're watching everything and you're living <laughs> and dying at every single part missed. You've never seen a guy lip out more. Like, <laughs> uh, he, uh, he he was, he had an eagle part. It was like in the heart, an inch out, it broke and lipped. And, and it was just like, I, I reckon I saw it happen four or five times. Um, but I mean, he probably let himself down the most, uh, final round, you know, he's right. He's close enough to the mix to try and catch Tom Kim, but now Tom Kim only beat him by a shot, uh, 16th hole. He did second in the water, rinsed it. Um, and then not only did he do that, he ends up taking his drop and then he hits a shot to six feet. So he's still got a chance of making par. He misses the six footer. So he makes his bogey, which is ex- acceptable, but he, he could have got away with it. Um, and yeah, I just think of all the lip outs that I saw in that, and to go down by one, he wouldn't be happy. Yeah, rough, rough. I mean, you you say you've never seen somebody lip out that often. I might get into it later, but I did play golf a couple of weeks ago, and that would have that would have tested that theory. <laughs> well, he um for context, uh, his biggest problem was his strokes gained approach. Adam Hadwin in the final round. So we talked at the start of this. I said Tom Kim's exceptional with his strokes gained, especially in approach. Uh, he he picked up 1.3 shots on the field, did Tom Kim, and Adam mm-hmm. Hadwin just in the final round lost 2.8, uh, which is very, 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 very poor. Um, mm. It was a it was a week where he probably put himself in contention. I like to think of this as Adam Hadwin's season, right? This is the season mm-hmm. where you know here and through the West Coast, um, Arizona, Phoenix. They're, they're, these Canadians, they love it. They love mm. it. Um, mm-hmm. As a as a part of the Canadian culture, if you're Canadian and I'm wrong, please uh, email me. I won't read it, but just email me anyway. Um, they go on holidays through winter and they all go to Scottsdale. So, like, mm. I've got Canadian mates that that's where they holiday. That's where they have holiday houses because mm. they just don't want to deal with the snow. Um, and whenever you see these guys head down that way, it shows. They just love it. They, I mean, I'm sure that these guys have played there over there over their life in particular, but it's it's certainly his season. Sadly, I think this is his only event Adam had when he um he only has to play once. Um and then he uh-huh. he'll worry about next year because he's already locked into that uh-huh. top top fifty for the the elevated, escalated, whatever they are, designated events yeah. yep. um for the for, for the next season starting in Jan. Um yeah, other guys that went well. Look, Alex Noren was probably an interesting one to finish up that yeah. high. He's got a little bit of uh-huh. a resurgence, I think. Um, yeah, absolutely. The last, the last little bit he's sort of come through. Uh-huh. Um JT Poston played well. Eric Cole just can't quite get there. Um yeah, he's know. temp he's tempting every week to as a as a tipper to yeah, uh, have him in, having in the numbers, as I'm sure you're aware. Well, he's a safe pick for a for a mm. Mike versus the mug because he always goes okay. He might not win, but he goes okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and nine under final round never hurt your score either. No. Um, Joel Damon was good to see Joel playing some good golf. He's kind of been a little bit in um, no man's land the last. I don't know. He's been a bit patchy. I mean, he's looking mm. patchy golfer as it is. And um, anyone yep. that watched Full Swing knows knows mm-hmm. Joel and his his caddy Gino. And um, I won't say the mental struggles, but he's really got to believe in himself a bit more. I mean, I know he does, but. And maybe a little bit more might help, but I think when you're seeing seeing him have some good results is good because again, like we said with Tom, mm. he's just a character. Yes, hundred percent. 
Um, and Cam Davis. Cam Davis was the other one who mm. um, live picked in her picks, but um, also mm-hmm. just uh, yeah, a guy who's who's playing good golf. Um, yeah, I'd love to see him pinch one. And again, oh, like yeah. we talked about the Canadians, some sometime between here and that West Coast um, mm-hmm. suits those guys. Where if he can take advantage of his of his distance off the tee, mm. uh, probably helps him more than anything else. He's just got to find the right place. I, I like Cam Davis more every week. Uh, watching him and all those things, and uh, once again, he was a one of the highlights of the Presidents Cup alongside mm. Tom Kim uh, last year, whenever that was. It seems seems like it wasn't that long ago, but I think it's over a year ago now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and no, I really like watching Cam and the way he puts it together. So no, he's good. Well, he's coming back. I'm pretty sure they announced that he's back for the Aussie Open this year. Mm. He's, he's I think back. you're right. Yeah, yep. which is good. I think the last time mm. I went to the Lakes to watch the Aussie Open, he won. Um, mm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to get up there this year. Not impossible. I'm probably more more of a chance to beat the PGA um, than than the Aussie Open. I've just got to see how work lines up over the next um, six weeks. And yeah, I look, I manage Woolworths as a part of my job. So their head office is in Sydney. So getting to Brisbane is never going to be an easy sell um, because I can't be there for work. There's no, there's no reason for me to be there outside of just to enjoy sunshine and play golf. So there's some really- store visits you could do. Yeah, still. Uh, what are you doing up in? Oh, yeah, I was going to go visit some stores. I oh, couldn't do that in Melbourne. No, no, no. Uh, very, no, no. very, very, very different. Well, worse every state. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. The, the coolest would be much more important up in Queensland versus Victoria. I think you can, oh, yeah. you can make it work. Yeah. Well, that's it. We're going to make sure the cheese is cold. Um, nothing <laughs> coming into Christmas. There'll be lots of King Island cheese being eaten. So I have to make sure that those fridges are well and truly stocked. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for anyone listening at home, no, I won't be. Doing, I won't get away with that. <laughs> um. For the picks that we had at the Zozo, I saw the Zozo, the Shriners. Um, so as I said, yeah, we had Adam Hadwin who finished second. He was playing $43. That was as close as we got for the winner. Uh, top 20, no one quite got there. We took a bit of a Hail Mary on Harrison Endicott. He did start really well. He was playing $10 to finish top 20, but uh, he didn't quite get there. Uh, round one leader, we didn't pick a winner there either. Um, Bo Hostler was was the round one leader. Um I looked up his stats because I was like, geez, I don't remember seeing him anywhere near it. He averages, his average ranking in round one scoring for like the last six years is 150th. Like he's <laughs> he's notorious, horrendous round one scoring. And to go out and shoot whatever he did, I think he's eight or nine under. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have picked that in a million years. You could have written any ticket you liked. Um, and the last one I did put up, and, it's, and it breaks my heart even more because the bloke that cost me ended up winning the tournament. So we put up a round one three-ball multi, and for the American listeners, that's a parlay. Uh, effectively, I picked four groups off the round one tee times, and I tried to pick the lowest scorer in each of those four groups. We got three right. So three of those were correct. Um Hout beat Hannah Knox. Louis uh, Adberg beat Juan, Yuan, sorry, and Hoygaard. Uh, and Hadwin beat Lauer, Lauer sorry, and Palmer. Um, the one that missed was Tom Kim. Tom Bloody Kim, who goes out and wins the event, can't win his round one group. Um, I think it was Luke List who pipped him, um, and that was paying twenty dollars. So that would have been a, that would have been a really really good start to the week. Uh, but there is a good finish of the week, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, look, it wasn't the worst week um, for for PJ Tour. It's it's not miles away. I would have much preferred to see Adam Hackman win though. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. Um. Before we move on to the next event, where did you play? Where were you lipping out? Uh, that was Tasmania again. So yep. not not this most recent weekend, but the previous weekend, uh, school holidays down here. So we had the uh, our daughters went away with their grandparents for a couple of days, which meant I got two rounds of golf in two days. So it was uh, very exciting times, but didn't didn't play any better having uh, more golf under my belt. So, but it, it, it's one of those rounds that a lot of golfers will relate to, where I had thirty one points, but it played really well. And um, I feel like I'll often have 35, 36. No, I'm sorry. I don't often have 35, 36 <laughs> points, but I've had those scores and, you know, just been out of scramble or something like that and get away with it. This was one of those rounds where it felt like a really good, solid 31 points. Okay. Really weird. But anyway, one of those. No, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, had, mm. a, I had a rock solid uh, 29 or 28 points the other mm. week. Um mm-hmm. No, I don't think I could have played worse. And uh, <laughs> the Greens had just been caught maybe yeah, a week or two times. before, and I just could uh-huh. not get the speed right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, was it? that's right. We're, we're coming out of that now, so 
Um, uh-huh. Got. Uh, I'm actually playing Friday. I'm playing at Victoria Golf Club, yeah. which I'm very much looking forward Ooh, to. Yeah. yeah, I like that uh, course more every time I see it. I've literally probably played it four or five times, uh-huh. and he's he, the he's the death knock. I don't think I've ever had less than thirty six at Victoria. Oh, if I, I'll, I'll have oh. twelve. Um, <laughs> but but I haven't played it since I've done the Renos, so it's been a while. It's uh-huh. been a long while, uh, maybe mm. ten years since I've been there. So looking forward to that. Um, heading there with the old salty, old salty. Oh, nice. So if anyone's yeah. on uh, anyone's on uh, Instagram and wants to mm-hmm. have a look at some um, some golf porn, uh, get onto the old salty um, account because they put up some very very cool old photos. Uh, I absolutely love when he puts up the Stevie Williams pictures yeah. of him wearing like um, skin tight stone wash denim mm-hmm. jeans, mm-hmm. caddying for Greg Norman. They're some of my favorite photos. So. Uh, yeah. I have played with Salty down at Tassie, so he came oh, yes. down. He was uh, good enough to come down here, and and we played with um, Lucas Michelle, down oh, yeah, here, yeah. which was a lot of fun. And so I, I hope you've got a suitable uh, vintage set of golf clubs to to go out with. And you know what? Maybe I'll do that. I've actually got um, my first proper set here. It's mm-hmm. a black Titleist staff bag. It's a DCI oh, yes. with a DCI yes, logo please. on the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're DCI 990 irons. Oh yes, a Scotty Cameron Studio Stainless Newport Two Putter. Ooh, yep. And then Check. the full nine seven five D driver and mm. the two fairway mm-hmm. woods to match the three and the five, all in perfect condition. The the mm. the hot spot has never been touched. Like I would never have hit <laughs> the middle of those clubs in my life. Um, but they're all still there in the staff bag. I'm sitting there. So yeah, maybe I'll take those down and and um. Yeah, I won't play any worse, so I'll, I'll just oh, play, no, you play with those ones. Well, that that was the one regret when I played with him was that um, because we were playing with Lucas, I was saying, "Oh no, look, we're playing serious golf. We should probably yeah. use our serious clubs." And it was it was just a very foolish thing to uh, to do. We should have absolutely lent into the vintage stuff. I've got an old set of um, you know, Ping I twos in the in the yes, shed that I absolutely nice. was. I was ashamed of myself that I didn't pull pull those out instead. But you, know, you, you live and you learn. So I'm nervous now. Maybe I will do that. I, I'd actually <laughs> be should. really nervous because I literally think I'd sky the driver. It's like even oh, back then that nine seven five D is so much smaller than a current <laughs> yeah. driver. Um, yep. Way less forgiving, and yep. um, I think an EI seventy shaft, a super yeah, stiff shaft. Course. Yeah, it was mm. the full Tiger setup. Like I was, oh, yeah. you know, I would have been a twenty yep. handicapper. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, they uh, will come out. I'll put a I'll, language. I'll put a photo up for anyone listening. I'll put a photo up on um on Instagram when we're done tonight, and um you can have a look at that set. It is pretty cool. I like it. Um, uh, before we get on to the DP World Tour and the LPGA, did you end up? Did you get to see any of the WA PGA at Kalgoorlie Golf Club? I I only saw a very small amount of that. Unfortunately, just because I was um out of uh, any sort of um. Reception basically, yeah. Oh, so, uh, where, where are you on, camping? I was on Mariah Island off oh. the east coast of Tassie, so it's um sort of off the east coast near Orford, so it's okay. um uh, not not a uh, not a pub inside. We were in a tent, and oh, so yeah. it's um, yeah, we weren't going to get any golf consumption in there, but yep. but still very uh, very good to um, see. I'm really enjoying the, the Australian um, uh. Season being covered, yep. and um, yes. certainly I've, as a Tasmanian, I very much enjoyed the WA WA Open the week before. Yeah. Um, seeing Simon Hawkes, who I used to play junior tenant golf with about a hundred yeah. years ago, so it was um, it was a lot of fun seeing that happen and um, seeing him put his third state open uh, on the mantelpiece. So yeah. that was that was good. Um, so yeah, no, I've loved seeing the uh, how the Australian season is opening up. So yeah, yeah all power to them. No, I agree. I like I like um I like watching anything on local golf on television, especially if I play the course. I played Joondal mm. up in I want to say June, May or June. I mm-hmm. want to play Joondal up to check the course out, and um I did enjoy it. It's different. It's just a different sort of mm. golf to what mm-hmm. I'm used to, which is fine. Uh, but watching those guys play it and and it really does give you a different understanding of strategy. I think uh, not even mm-hmm. in a, not even in a stupid way, but like. Some of the there's a short path for on the it's on the back nine and comfortably drivable. Like, like mm, I think mm. I hit it. I think I hit like a hybrid right up on the front edge of the green. 
Mm-hmm. These guys are laying up because for them it was just it was not worth the risk, and they're just sniffing yeah. in and making birdies all yep. day. And it's like, oh yeah, I wouldn't have done that. But you're way better than me. So what do I know? <laughs> you know, I think I probably hit one lucky shot. Um, and thought that's just what everyone should do. Um, of course. Yeah, just watching him play that, you just get more out mm-hmm. of it, I think. just You, you mm-hmm. really have a feel for how impressive these guys are and, and how they hit a golf ball, um, mm-hmm. whether it's men, women, whatever it is, like watching them hit golf shots on a hole that you've played gives you that full understanding of the gap. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to be shown, but the, uh, the Asia-Pacific Am, Coming up in the next couple of weeks yes. at uh, Royal Melbourne, Royal Melbourne um, yes. in any tournament on Royal Melbourne, but seeing those uh, those good amateurs uh, go around there will be. You've mentioned golf porn before; that'll be right up there. Yeah, and uh, so that'll be exciting. I'm very much looking forward to seeing highlights of that. Yeah, I'm going to try and get there on the Saturday. On the Sunday, I've got a nice. golf event at uh, Torquay Golf Club down on our Bellarine Peninsula. But Saturday, mm-hmm. I'll I'll um I'll be messaging Mr. Matthew Mollica and seeing if he's heading out there, nice. and I might just um chauffeur him down to his own own club, um <laughs> and meander around and watch a little bit of that. I think that 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 could be a good way to spend Saturday. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Um, but WAPGA Benny Eccles won his first pro tournament in eight years. Um, so he won the 2015 <laughs> New New South Wales Open, but he won it as an amateur. So it was his first professional. Right. Yeah. yeah. So mm. um. Yeah, and he didn't just win. I mean, his middle rounds were a freak show, especially round two. So 68 in round one, 63, 66, 68. Mm. One mm-hmm. by five, was never in doubt. Um, mm. Yeah, it was one of those events where the, the honest answer is final round, I probably watched all of the women's event over this, and they were on at the same time, the women's event out of China, um, because <laughs> as a mad gambler, uh, I had I had something in the mix in the women's event, and, and I knew no one was beating Ben Eccles. So I was like, "Good on you, Ben. You've won this. Uh, I know you're only four holes in, but this is over. Uh, yep. I'm going to watch the other one instead." Yeah, totally fair. Yep. Um. So yeah, good, well done, Ben. Um. The mm. LPGA was close, so uh, very, very close. Um. It mm. was Angel Yin beat Lilia Vu in a playoff uh, birdie on the first playoff hole. At one point, coming down the stretch, no exaggeration, there would have been seven or eight people. Mm either leading or within one shot um, with like five holes to go. It could have gone. And they could, like they were already talking about Ewan Porter was commentating and he was reminiscing about a, a six-man playoff back at Riviera, mm. you know, 15 mm-hmm. years ago, saying that he can't remember any more people because it looked like you were going to have seven people in this playoff. Um, I don't know. We were, I was thinking to myself, are they going to put him into two groups, you know, a three and a four? Or yeah. How's this going to work? Are they going to all play together? Yep. Um, but yeah, in the end, um, Lilia made a late birdie to kick one clear of the field and then Angel quarter. And um, on the last hole, um, Aria Dutanagan had a birdie putt, uh, which again, a little bit like Adam Hadwin lipped out. <laughs> Otherwise it would have been a three-way playoff. And why I was mm-hmm. intent on seeing that happen is in my picks, I only had three picks. Um, I had uh, Sayoung Kim who withdrew. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't there. The only two left mm-hmm. were Aria Dutanagan and Lilia Vu. And I thought if these two make the playoff, surely of the three, I can, if I've got two or three, I'm a big chance. Uh, but I wasn't. So um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Lilia, Lilia won, which is which. Uh, sorry, uh, Angel Yin won, um, mm-hmm. which is a little bit of payback because earlier in the season it was the other way around. They were in a playoff together, and, and Lilia won. Yep. Um, that was her first win. Um, you know, good luck to her. Well done. Um, yeah, like I said, just for the bets. Uh, yeah, we were we had we're the we're the loser in a playoff. And a uh, a person who was in third, so tied for third. So again, very very close in the yeah. PJ tour, mm. very very close in the LPGA tour. We didn't get very close at all in the Aussie PJ tour, but where we did get close, leaving the <laughs> leaving the best for last. Uh, yeah, the DP World Tour. So they're in the Spanish Open this week, uh, and Matthew Pavon won. And why oh. that is good is. Because he was in the picks. He was paying $91. Um, and not only did I pick him to, which I don't normally do, I, I picked him to finish top 20 as a saver. So for people that took that, well done. Because he finished top 20 comfortably because he won. So you got $4.20 there. And you got $91 for every dollar he put on when he won. So um, he led he led after round one. Um, and I'm going to dob a mate in here. So if you know me, you'll know that I'm very superstitious when it comes to gambling. So if I've got a bet on Matthew Pavon at 90 to, 90 to 1, 
and he's leading after round one, do not text me and point that out to me because I will not be happy because <laughs> I know how this yeah. ends. You yeah. Text, you text me about it and uh, I'm rip, over. rip the tickets. Mm. So rude. I've got a friend yeah. who was actually guest you had number one. Yeah, had a friend. His name's <laughs> Cheese. He was on episode one. So Cheese is what is is known to me as the jinx. So as soon as he sent it to me, I just sent him a message back of the skull and crossbones and saying, <laughs> I, I know what this is going to happen. And How then, uh, yeah, Matthew Pavon started the second round and he went, you know, two over through his first four. And I just wrote back to Cheese and said, you are undefeated. It is frightening how you ah. could stop anything. He's a, he's a dead set cooler. Mm. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, uh, either I reversed the jinx or Cheese just left me alone. He didn't. I don't think he texted me mm. again for the whole weekend. Um, <laughs> but Matthew Pavon won. So, yeah, very, 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 very happy about that. Um, and I'm really happy that some people have messaged me saying that they had some money on him, which is great. Good luck to him. Again, it's not a this is not a, a something you're going to do to um, retire on. Please just make sure you're gambling responsibly. But yeah, just really, really happy to see one of these win, especially after we had Lilia lose in a playoff and Adam Hadwin the next day lose by one, and Tom Kim cost us in the in the four leg multi. It was like hey, this could be a really, really bad weekend. So the one that was playing the most winning was was a really, really good result. So I'm very happy about that. Mm. That was the week that was. Um, oh. So much going on. Um, so, so, so much going on. I do actually, one thing I did want to say, I, I did notice this on the socials today. Um, Matthew Pavon's got a tattoo on his hand. Did you see that? Mm. No, I didn't. It's no. on the top of his hand. So it's not like it's hidden. It's mm-hmm. It's literally on the top. And it says, the saliva that flows now will become the tears of joy tomorrow. Um, it was something I think he saw it on wow. a wall at Harvard or something. And he got it <laughs> on the top of his hand. It's, that's, uh, yeah, that's not aggressive. Around. <laughs> no, that's aggressive is the right word. <laughs> like, a, yeah. a, like I've seen a lot of people write notes on their hand, but that's, that is properly next level. That's no, it is. Wow. I, um, yeah, I, I'll again. I'll share that onto the uh, onto Instagram for anyone listening that wants to see it, or just go to the DP World Tour um, website or, or um, Instagram account, and you'll be able to see it. And, and he talks wow. a bit about it. Um, and it's funny when he talks about it. He was like, "I, you know, I kind of feel like maybe they meant the tears of today becomes the, you know, like the the the, the tears of tomorrow." Like he describes it as like he. I think they messed it up, but I still got it tattooed on my hand. It's like okay, yeah, cool. It- it sounds like the sort of thing that was written on a wall but then translated into French and then translated back yes, into English yes. or something like that and it's it's lost a couple of uh, meanings along the way. But if it means what it, what he wants it to mean, then That's go for it. your life. And, and watching him after he won doing his speech and talking about um, obviously it was his first professional win in 150-odd starts, whatever it was, but his grandfather was from Spain. He's mm. obviously French. Mm-hmm. Just what it meant to him, and, and mm. the game we talked about the other week. Just these guys. That, that's that's what it's about. Like the the mm. feeling mm-hmm. and what what they um the hard work paying off is just is just there's you can't put enough money behind that. Like that's oh, yeah. that's what golf is for. Um, mm-hmm. it was just really really good to watch. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, if you do want to get on the email, please just flick me a an email or hit me up on Instagram any anywhere you've seen it. Uh, three podcast at gmail.com. I'm not going to send you crap. I literally just send you one email a week, unless you are write a cut week where I sent out tips for the the um draw every time they did one. Um, but yeah, you're going to get one email a week. It's not going to go anywhere else. I'm not going to sell it to anybody. Um, and it is growing every week, which is great. I'm going to do a competition this year. I'm not going to announce yet what I'm giving away, but I promise you it is a really, really good prize. Um, and as a part of that, it'll be anyone who's on the mailing list will go straight into that draw, but we'll figure that out once the season starts proper in 2024. But yes, um, I'll tell you now, um, I've already mentioned to a couple of people what I'm going to give away and they've, they've already said, yep, I'm in for that and they're not gamblers in any way, shape or form. So they'll be signing up to the uh, to the mailing list. Um, this week's event is the Zozo Championship. It is in uh, Narashino Country Club in Japan. Um, I think it's near Chiba. Um, have you been to Japan before? I've been to Tokyo once for a day. It was okay. on the way back from... You know, backpacking around Europe as Australians do, so I had yes. about forty cents to my name. I took the, <laughs> took the train into Tokyo CBD and 
got some Japanese Maccas and got yeah. back on the train to go back to uh, go back to the airport. Say. So it was. Um, if you yeah, didn't have any money, you know, I'm, I'm guessing there's 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 better cities to go to with no money than than Tokyo. Are we pretty yeah, expensive? I absolutely wasn't going into any of the retail joints, yeah. so it was. Um, yeah, I looked at the sort of beautiful gardens and some of the uh, the historic sites and things like that, but uh, it was all on foot. And, yeah, and back I think again. it's 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 top one or two places I want to visit. Mm. Um, mm. As much as I'd love to hit Shio up for a golf tour, I'm not sure my wife's going to sign that off if we go to Japan that I go and play golf for a couple of days with um, Bullshan. But uh, it is definitely on the list of things I want to do is get, get to Japan, especially just for the culture, mm. the food, everything, mm. if nothing mm-hmm. else. It looks amazing. Yes. Um, Adam Scott's been putting up some good images this week. Oh, of has the, he? The, the culture and the food and things like that. So he's, uh, he's obviously a very uh, closely aligned with all of his Uniqlo sponsorship and Things oh, yeah, like that that yeah, sourced yeah. out of there. So he's been doing some strong sponsorship uh, obligations this week. And uh, so I'm sure he's benefited a lot out of it, but he looks like he's having a great time and eating some great food at the same time. So yeah. all power to him. I saw Colin Morikow putting stuff up as well. Um, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. What it, would, what it would be like to get paid to play golf, <laughs> fly to Japan, eat great food, Look like Adam Scott. Oh, there's nothing bad about that. If, <laughs> if that was if that was my life, there's you know, that would be yeah. reasonable. I could probably deal with that. Yeah, he's he seems to only get good reviews on just him as a bloke as well. So yeah, he's he's got a lot of uh, a lot of attributes. Does and, Adam Scott? And you got to hate that. I mean, for a guy that good looking <laughs> and so talented, you just want to hear he's just yeah, nah, he's the shittest bloke. I go, you would never want to have yeah. a beer with him. But no one says that. He's actually really nice nah. as well, which is really disappointing. Yeah, well, I mean, he's and he's even starting to knock some putts in as well. So he, you yeah. can't even say he's a bad putter these days. So. No, he's an awkward putter. He's he's, a, he's actually yeah. a, a, ratings wise, he's a good putter. But mm. yeah, mm-hmm. the way he does it is, and I'm as a side saddle claw grip putter, he looks weird. <laughs> I don't look yeah. weird. He looks weird. Yeah. Uh, and leaving the flag in from three feet out is just yeah. that's gross. No, it's just weird. Yeah, can't subscribe to that. No, no. Um, this tournament's only been played four times, only three times in Japan. Uh, during COVID, they ran it at Sherwood Country Club in LA. So um, if anyone's mm-hmm. looking at previous history for the tournament, do not look at the event where Paddy mm-hmm. Cantlay won because it's the wrong course, wrong country. Uh, last year, Keegan won first time in four years. He beat Andrew Putnam, uh, 15 under. Um, Hideki, Cantlay in America, and Tiger, the other, other three winners. So Hideki and Tiger in Japan at this course. Uh, fairway and rough uh, zoysia grass and uh, greens are bent. Um, they do have two greens on every every hole. Um, they have two different types of grass, and basically means that all year round golf. And and from more reports, it's very very common in Japan um, to have two greens on every hole. Um, I would literally just hit it and play the one that I was closest to the pin on, uh, <laughs> and just move on from there. Um, mm-hmm. These guys aren't going to be able to do that, but yeah, that seems like a much more fun fun thing. I've actually played a course. I actually played a course, I can't even remember where I was, but they had two pins on each green, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. one of them was the super-sized pin. Mm-hmm. Like a hole was like five times the size of a normal hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't actually part with the big a, one. I parted with the, the smaller normal one, but it was just an interesting concept, I thought. Well, there was a quick little gimmick that was like that, and I don't know if it was that one or where there were two flags on each hole, and one was a black flag and one was a white flag. Yeah. And so the the black flag was effectively worth one extra Stableford point or something oh. like that, and it was put on a tough part of the green. Yeah, but you had to you called on the tee as to yes, whether yes. you were going for the black or the white. Yeah, so was, that that was an interesting little concept for a little yeah. while. And it was for nine holes, and it was sort of a a twenty twenty golf uh, equivalent. Yeah, yep. so that would have been interesting to see how that um, that went through. But anyway, yeah, that's um. Yeah, I would have just taken the easy way out all day. I would have given up so many more points of hitting the mm. harder pins. Um, well, the other, the other two greened um, identity that I've seen lately is at Seven Mile, where one of the holes, the the eighth hole there, is going to have two separate greens, and that was mainly because uh, Mike DeVries saw a green site, and uh, and then they burnt one of the piles of pine trees at the bottom of the hill and saw another green site. I thought, <laughs> oh, well, which one are we going to choose? And then why not both? Yeah, so it's it like the um, uh, it's like the old barn boogle lost farm. There's 20 mm. holes here. How many? Which ones are we going to mm. build? Oh, let's build 20. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sort it out later. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, 
there's lots of fun little quirks down in Tassie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not, it. Not just the people. <laughs> yeah. Um, Parkland course, my guess is winning scores minus 15 to minus 17, just looking at the three times they've been there. Um, does look a bit warmer in the early round, so early weather, um, 23 degrees, gets cooler over the weekend, possible showers, windy Friday. Um, when I put the email out, I'll review that and just double check because if there is a lean to say it being pretty poor conditions on Friday afternoon, then I'll probably lean bet betting more guys that play afternoon morning. Um, but I will double check all of that before I put it out. Uh, big names playing. So Xander Shoffley's here. Keegan Bradley, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler, Sungjae, Im Hideki Matsuyana, Adam Scott, as we said, Minwood Lee and Cam Davis, the other Aussies that are at the top of the numbers. Um, I'll give you the odds while I'm here. So Xander Shoffley's your favourite, $8.50. Colin Morikawa, $12. Sungjae Im, 15 Hideki Matsuyama, 17 Minwoo Lee, 17 Ricky Fowler, 17 Sahith Thagala, $19. Cam Davis, 21 Keegan Bradley, 23. Adam Scott, 26. Eric Cole, 31. Adam Shank, 41. Adam Svensson, 41. Alex Noren, 41. And Bo Hosler, 41. And I'll say Cam Champ, 41 as well. Um, heavy at the top end, like very heavy in talent. Then it really does go down to what the known laying up guys would call the mules very quickly in the middle there. Um, or guys that are up and coming. You know, Eric Cole's on the way up, but um, Emiliano Grio, JJ Spawn, Matt Wallace. Um, yeah. Those guys are, yeah, not doing a heavy mm-hmm. lifting in the uh, advertising stakes for the PJ Tour. Yes, absolutely um, true. The uh, the odds, the, sorry, the odds, the stats that I like this week. So I'm looking at strokes gained approach. Um, previous winners, look at them: Keegan, Hideki, Tiger, guys that love iron in hand. Uh, Tiger love Tiger can do it. Tiger go out there. <laughs> The shovel would be fine. Um, greens or fringe in regulation. So I, I can always look at just greens in regulation, but I like adding greens and fringe because if you're on the fringe, most of the time you're going to be okay. Uh, last three times here, greens and regs been really key to playing well. Strokes gained off the tee, important, but definitely accuracy. Um, not a course to overpower Parkland track. Really looking for someone that's going to place it really well off the tee. Putting on bent, it seems to be a theme kind of on and off most weeks, but um, it's definitely for this week. As I said before, two greens on on every hole. So Bermuda and summer bent in winter and coming into winter. And then par three performance. Um, so, yeah, I think it's five par threes here off the top of my head. Um, yeah. I did have the scorecard there somewhere, but I did take it down, so which doesn't help me. Um, and I think three of the five are sitting in that 150 to 200-yard marker, so I'll be looking at those. Before I go and give you who rates really well in my data, because that'll be giving you too much information to take money out of my pocket, <laughs> um, we are going to play Mike versus the mug. You're well schooled here. You've taken money. This is your third crack, and I reckon we're one and yes, one. Is that correct. right? Or have you been there? Yeah, it's yep. one and yep, one. No, correct. Okay. I had a very, very good run the second time around. So um, I'll try to uh, continue that yes. uh, journey. We'll see how that all transpires. So uh, you know how this works. My first yes. question before you even tell me your name is, do you have a charity that you would like me to give money to? Uh, I'm still very comfortable with Lifeline. I think that's a very, very worthy charity amongst uh, all comers, and I'm very happy for it to, to go in that cool. direction. So I'm no, happy with that. Um, but as far as my picks go, it's um, there was one, so my, I've – I've got a daughter whose uh, name is Zoe. So I'm going a little bit left of center with the first pick in that yes. uh, because of that, I've given her the first pick. Okay. So uh, so the first pick, she she was uh, very excited about doing this. And so Emiliano Grillo was yes. her, uh, her choice, which I was pretty happy with. So that's that's one that um, is not in the top uh, top of the odds, but um, but that was, that was a fun one at least. So I've thrown that one in there. Emiliano yep. Grillo. Ranks number seven on my list okay. of players to watch, so uh-huh. right up the top. So good pick. Yep. Good news. I was confident with that one. Um, another one is one that I think I've chosen previously, potentially on here, but one is probably my favourite player to watch these days, and it's Min Woo Lee. Yep. In that, um, I and also he's in some pretty good form. He obviously won last week in on the yeah. Asian Tour at Macau Open, and uh, he's just a great. Great player to watch. He's, he's exciting. He obviously loves his stingers. He's uh, very enthusiastic. He loves his uh, 
is self-marketing and things like that as well. Yeah. And so that's always a bit of fun. And so I think it'll be a good venue for him. And I wanted to – I was a bit torn. I was either going to go with him or Cam Davis in that um, I wanted to uh, – not intentionally uh, chasing the Australians, but uh, but those two are sort of where I was going. And the uh, the last one is Sung Yim for me. Yep. So they're, they're my three, uh, Emiliano Grillo, Minwoo Lee, and Sung Yim. The Sung Yim ranks 12th. Uh, Minwoo Lee ranks fifth and uh-huh. Rio ranks seventh. So uh-huh. all right in the mix. Um, so for me, I'll give you the top, I'll give you the top 15 names, uh, in ranking. So for first time listeners, no time callers, um, effectively what I do every single week of the year, um, before I put my bets on, I run a lot of data. So I've got an Excel database, which is basically pulls in a truckload of stats and data from the from the golfing world. Um, I figure out from course history, what works here, what do you need? So as I said before, I've went through all the key, some of the key stats that I really need to see here. Um, and then I put them in there and basically rate every golfer in the field, how they go against those stats and rank them from top to bottom. Once I've done that, I then say how they how have they played this course previously, and then how are they playing coming in right? So, as an example, I'll run through the person at the top. Uh, Colin Morikawa ranks on top, so forty fifth year last year, seventh year before, fiftieth the year before that, which I think was at in the US and twenty second um, to a championship finish six hasn't played anywhere outside of Ryder Cup since. So his numbers to get him on top. Why? Well, in driving accuracy, he's ranks third in approach from 150 to 175 yards. He's sixth strokes gained off the tee, 18th greens in fringe and regulation. He's sixth and um, approach from 175 to 206. Some of the data that I'm looking at, that's not sixth of this field. That's sixth on the PGA tour. So of 300 guys, they're pulling data in. He's right at the pointy end where he lacks putting shock. Um, he's ranked 114th in putting on the PJ Tour. So that number there is dragging him down, but he still rates highest by nearly double the next player. So I'm going to take Colin Morikawa with no faith at all. I'm not sure how he's playing, <laughs> um, but I will take Cole. The second player that's on my list is Xander Shoffle. I'm not going to take the two favorites because that's not how I roll. Um, but he ranks number two. I'm just going to go. I said I'd go down to my top fifteen. Um, number three, I don't know why his numbers stack well, but his putting is horrendous. He ranks 181st. Is Kevin Yu now? Kevin Yu um, <laughs> missed two cuts his last two two times out. Sanderson's in the Sanderson Farms in the Fortinet. Um, he's never played here. He's 215 to one on Betfair, um, but he ranks third. Because the data I'm pulling in stacks up well. He's the epitome of person. I'm not going to have a Zach on this guy. There's no chance. But the numbers Correct. say he could go okay. So if I looked at him and said, oh, you know what? I might throw him in a top 20 bit or something like that just for odds and a uh-huh. risk. I might do that. Next up's Ricky uh-huh. Fowler, Minwoo Lee, Nikolai Hoygaard, Emiliano Grio, Aaron Ryan, Hideki Matsuyana, Adam Svensson, Nate Lashley, Sungjae Im, Austin Eckroat, Cam Davis, and Keith Mitchell. Um so of those guys, the next guy that I'm taking is previous winner, Hideki Matsuyama. So Hideki ranks, as the numbers I just read out, he ranks ninth. Why am I taking him? He plays well here every second year. First year was here, <laughs> second. Uh, he won two years ago. Um, he withdrew the last time out. He's 16th for FedEx. If he's remotely fit and can deal with the am- amazing, ridiculous pressure oh. he's going to cop this week because it's in Japan, <laughs> he'll go well. Um, I won't bet him this week um, because he makes me very nervous. He's not in the Tyrrell Hatton camp of guys that I hate, um, hate betting on, not hate in general, but he's not far away. I think I've sworn off Hideki many, many, many times, mm-hmm. um, but not this week. I, I'll have him in this, <laughs> but that's about it. Um, and the last one, I'm tossing up between three guys and I'm going to take someone quite random. So the guys that I'm looking at are Ricky Fowler, who ranks fourth on my sheet, yep. Keegan Bradley, who just finds yep. another length here, and he's ranked sixteenth. Uh-huh. I'm going way down, way down to thirty eighth on my sheet to a guy that, if I told you what what he's 
if I told you this guy, the one stat you would be like, this guy's really good at driving the ball long distance. And you didn't say that was what you needed this week, Mike. And I'd be like, you're right. But for some reason, he plays well here. He's only been here twice. Oh, no wonder that's going to be the event that they played in um, the US. So he fin- he's finished eighth in this event twice, but one would have been in the state. So he was eighth here last year. He was ninth at the Sanderson Farms. I'm just going to take him as a pure speculative bet, and that's Cameron Champ. Oh, I would never have a dollar on Cameron Champ, um, and, he, and he probably won't be in the picks this week. But for this purpose, I'll take Cam Champ. Oh, I like Cam Champ in another when we had a tipping one one your one week. No, he was one of the guys that I wanted to see play, and That's I right. still I still want to. It would it just seems to be so ridiculously balanced, despite the fact he is just hitting it so much further than everybody in the world. Yeah, it's um it would be. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. He will be fun to watch. Um, he's a talent. I just he's not mm. quite tying it all together at the moment. So, mm-hmm. um, one yeah, four. We, yeah, no, he's 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 got it. He's got he's mm. got it. He's just got to tie it together. Mm-hmm. Um, the other events on this week, we'll have a really 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 quick look at those. Uh, so we've got the Andalucia Masters. Um, they're staying in Spain. Wyndham Clark is playing, which I found very surprising. Mm. Um, so Wyndham Clark's over there um, paying $11. Ryan Fox is there playing $11. Adrian Morong, mm. 17 Alexander Bjork, 23 Jordan Smith, 23 Jordan Smith is the epitome of a guy who cannot close an event. So if you're betting on him this week, when he doesn't win, just you heard it here first. If he does win, you heard it here first. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> Rasmus Hoygaard, 26 Eust Lauten, 29 Robbie Bobbitt, Robert McIntyre, 29 Romain Langask, 29. Thorburn Olison, aka Thunderbear, 29. Adrian Otegui, 41. And Ewan Ferguson, 41. Man, I'm getting really good at those European names. <laughs> I, impress, I impressed myself there with a couple of those. Um, not Haven't had a look at these yet. As a part of the email, I will still run over the data and have a look. Um, I won't run the same in-depth stuff, but I will have a look at who's playing well and try and find another 90 to 1 winner. Um, but I can't promise that. Uh, the BMW Ladies Championship. So they were in uh, China last week. They are in Korea this week, I believe. Uh, Atea Titikul uh, is a favorite at eleven dollars. Um, it's a it's a pretty reasonable field. Lilia Vu's there again. Jin Young Ko, Hoiju Kim, uh, Nelly Corda, Minji Lee, Celine Boutier, um, Lynn Grant, who's a talent. We've talked about her a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, Arij Hanagan's back again. Rose Zhang. The young American talent is there. Brooke Henderson, Georgia Hall. Um, yeah, another pretty stacked field um, for a really interesting time of the year to have some good fields going out. So um, probably we'll watch a little bit more of the BMW Ladies Championship this week. And the other big one is the next event on the Aussie Tour. Mm-hmm. So first of the Players Series events this week. So it's the uh, Players Series event in South Australia, which I think they have a... I've got a I, I actually don't have it down here, but I have a funny feeling it's in the Brossa. I'm pretty sure that's uh, where they play. It's at the Willunga Golf Course. Willunga uh, is not in Barossa. That's in um that's not far out of Adelaide. Mm, so Willunga hosted by Greg Blewett. There you go. Greg Blewett. Mm. Cricket. Cricket and um mm. cricket and golf coming together again. So exactly. Diane Lawson is your favorite ten dollars. Brett Coletta, fifteen, Ben Campbell, fifteen, Jack Thompson, fifteen. Jordan Zunick, who was in the picks last week, 23. He's playing some good golf. Nathan Barbieri, 23. Daniel Gale, 26. Harrison Crow, 26, who everyone will know from um, his random golf club shot uh-huh. from the pub onto the 18th green at the old course. Uh-huh. Uh, Cameron John, who was in the picks last week, 26. Um, they're all around the mark again. Again, not going to read through the sheet. I'm just basically going to say, again, it will be on the sheet that I send out. Um, if not late tonight, it'll come out tomorrow because... Um. Yeah, these events will be starting early. You know, we've got events in uh, South Australia. We've got events in uh, Korea. So I want to make sure these are out and ready to go. And Japan, obviously, they'll be nearly starting Aussie time. So if you are going to have a, have a look at having a bet this week, make sure you have them in at latest for the PGA Tour on, on Thursday morning, first thing, um, oh. and probably Wednesday night if you're looking at the, at the Aussie Tour. Um. The last couple of things I want to talk about before I let you run away. Um, first one is shout out to listener Dave Poulton, uh, member at Easton. Um, a lot of people would have seen in the news this week. Uh, the Easton Golf Club clubhouse burnt down yesterday, day before. Um, yep. Yeah. He and I played there 
grand final Friday. So end of September, three weeks ago and sat in that clubhouse and it was just thinking to myself how enjoyable it was to sit there and have a beer. So really feeling for him and his mates out there. Uh, hopefully they get that rebuild and can, and can, can enjoy some golf soon. Um, but yeah, just a bit flat for, for Pultz. So thoughts are with yeah. you, mate, and the rest of the crew out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other the other news that's just come out today was Ivor Robinson, um, who, as we were talking about before we started recording, so he passed away today at 83 years old. Um, you will all remember him as the starter um, at the 40 years at the Open Championship. He's the guy that we've all done his voice a million times. Next on the tee from... Uh, <laughs> 13th Beach, Michael Caridi. Um, we've all done it. Like, and I can guarantee we'll be all doing it this weekend. Yeah, um, absolutely. And yeah, just just an absolute legend of the game. So um, yeah, thoughts with him and his family. So really mm. disappointing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you've done that voice, not just me, surely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. There were a couple of videos that uh, the European Tour put out before the Open a couple of years ago where all the different players were announcing themselves and it's... Uh, <laughs> It's classic. That'll that'll pop up again, I'm sure, in the next day or two. And uh, no, it's classic. And he was a was a legend. He used to have one sandwich uh, at something like 10 a.m. each day because yep. there it was always a single single tea start at the Open Championship. Yes, and so of he course. was there from 6:30 a.m. to 4 p.m. or something like that on the on the Thursday Friday, and never took a bathroom break over the oh, wow. 40 years. He was uh, there, and he did not leave his post. Yeah, so wow. he's, uh, very yeah, impressive. Uh, Absolutely. No, I remember when man. he retired, it would have been 2015 or whenever it was. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. him retiring. I remember thinking it was just such a shame because he's such an iconic voice. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. when you think of the Open, mm-hmm. that's what you think of, you know. Absolutely. It, it, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's like the guy who does the uh, the Tour de France, or um, I should know the name of as well. Yes. But, um, very, though, that voice means Tour de France. Phil and, uh, That's exactly who I'm yeah. thinking. And uh, and I've always absolutely the one you think of uh, on the Open Championship first tee. No, I absolutely agree with you there. Um, that's it, mate. Thanks again for standing in. Uh, really, no, really, no really appreciate it. And I'm going to ask you the same thing. I ask you every time. What's the handle for anyone wants to go and buy some merchandise? Yeah, Seven Mile Golf Shop on Instagram, and there's uh, plenty of stuff there, and we've got some. Uh, other things coming between now and Christmas. So it's uh, yeah, keep it, keep your eyes peeled for all of that. Absolutely. Um, yes, I think I'm going to buy a bucket for a mate of mine. So I'll, another bucket. So I'll be in touch with that. Um, mate, thanks again. Really appreciate it. Um, anyone who's having a hit this weekend, enjoy it. Anyone's having a bet, make sure you do it responsibly. Well, cheers again. No worries. Thanks, Mike.